This is the second part of our exam technique and revision podcast, and we're going to start by looking at planning. Planning for revision needs to address two things. Firstly, you need to plan which topics you're going to choose. And secondly, you need to think about how you're going to plan your time. So the best place to start is to know what the exams are all about. There's plenty of information out there. You can look at past papers via OXAM or the marking schemes in handbooks, but perhaps the most insightful in terms of what the examiners are actually looking for are their own reports, because these provide a real window into their minds. Here are some example comments that come from the history examiners' reports from the last couple of years. Too many candidates treated the broader questions as convenient receptacles in which to dump pre-prepared essays on narrower topics. Some candidates were depending too heavily, too uncreatively on their memories of tutorial essays. Candidates need to pay more attention to what the question is actually asking rather than taking it as a mere general prompt to talk about a particular topic. The best essays were precisely focused, engaged thoughtfully and creatively with the question being asked. So the key message here is it's not all about remembering. You need to be able to manipulate the topic. Answering the question precisely is vital. So how do you get yourself to this point? Well, to begin with, you need to identify the topics that you're going to revise. Think intelligently about your choice of topics. Look at the past papers from the past five years. Check the course syllabus. Check your own work. And decide on the number of topics. Five topics for three question papers. Six for four question papers seems about the right proportion. Think strategically. Don't leave yourself short with overlaps. For instance, will studying two topics sometimes mean you can only end up answering one question? And follow your instinct and interest. You need to be able to engage with the topic creatively. The more interested you are in the topic, the more interesting your answers are likely to be. Within each topic, what do you need to think about before you start? Not every topic will require the same amount of work, so it's worth doing an audit. Bring out your inner accountant. You need to assess where you are. Create a number scale about how confident and comfortable you are. Is it worth putting in a chart? Where are the gaps in your material? Will it work best for you to start with your least comfortable and move towards your most comfortable or the other way around? Have you collected all the questions that are relevant to that topic? Try out a plan for an exam question and see what's missing. So having done the audit that tells you what you've got and what you're missing, you then need to gather the material. How are you going to fill those gaps? Well, work from exam papers and course syllabus and curriculum to know what you need. Find out about revision tutorials. There may be a programme of group tutorials set up by your college or faculty. And when it comes to individual tutorials, see what you can prize. Be proactive. You need to ask for what you want. Oxford is full of doors that look closed, but open willingly if you push a little harder. When it comes to lectures and lecture notes, re-listen if you've taped it. Can you set up a lecture buddy in order to share notes or cover more lectures? Look at other people's essays. Group sharing. Create an essay buddy. Go back to the textbooks and the original reading list. Use WebLearn and Internet. What you need to know is what you're actually aiming to assemble. 
What do you actually want to be holding in your hands? What will make you feel confident? It will be different for everyone and you need to be sure that your target works for you. Ultimately, you need to feel, know, love or at least pretend to love each topic that you choose. You need to have a core understanding of a topic but then the ability to ping off on tangents that use this core to help argue particular ideas. So now you have an idea of what you're going to learn, the next thing is when this will all happen, and this brings us to timetables. Timetabling is crucial, but it must be a stick to support you, not a stick to beat yourself up with. You need to feel in control of timetables. Timetables will, of course, work on different time dimensions. There's long-term, which probably covers most of the year leading up to finals, for example. There's medium-term, which addresses the run-up to the intensive revision period, e.g. the Hillary term before exams. And then there's short-term, the concentrated block of time that leads up to the exams themselves, and within that, weekly and daily timetables. And in each of these, the same principles apply. Work backwards so you don't find yourself running out of time. Think about how much time for each topic. It won't always be equal. Be pragmatic. Build in a little slack because real life will intrude. And be flexible. Don't micromanage until you reach the weekly or daily timetable stage. But what timetabling should do is put you in control. By the time you reach the intensive revision period, you should know every week and every day exactly what you're doing and how that fits into the big picture. Often it'll help create that big picture, which gives you the peace of mind when you're immersed in a topic that you're still heading in the right direction and at the right speed. So now we come to revision itself. We've looked at what to revise and when to revise. Now it's the how part. The Oxford English Dictionary gives two definitions for revision. The first is the action or process of going over a subject or work already learnt with the aim of reinforcing it. But the second, very simply and pertinently, is revision is the action of seeing again. Revising will include the practical act of learning the topics you've selected, but it can also enable you to see things in a different way. You can begin to connect the islands of tutorials and start to perceive themes and connections. This may not happen immediately, but opening your mind to this possibility will allow this process to start. So what goes into revising each topic? You need to get a clear picture of the overview. Identifying key information to memorise, quotes, key facts, dates, names. Consolidating overall information into a clear, condensed summary and then applying and practicing, whether it's with essay plans or trying out questions. And finally, reflecting. What are the different themes and arguments that are associated with each topic? The golden message is revision sessions should be active. They should never just be about reading. You need to come out with something at the end of each session. And perhaps the best starting point is knowing what a study block should actually look like. As we said with the timetabling, you need to begin each day knowing exactly what you're studying. Can this be planned the previous evening? Have a clear goal when you go in. Build in rewards. Make it motivating. Aim for balance. 
Are there different ways of learning different topics? Different methods of remembering? Be pragmatic about what you can achieve. You want to end the day satisfied with what you've done rather than disappointed. Are you finding it interesting? Take breaks and think about what you can do in those breaks if they're 10 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour. You want to keep the brain active but give it a rest from pure learning and try not to add any additional stress. And some important questions to ask yourself are Think hard about where you learn best. If you need to walk around and talk, libraries may not be the best place for you. Does it help you to work alone or with others? If the latter, think hard about who is good and who might be bad to work with. And how long do you work best for? Can you start to organise your day into these time blocks? Everyone will have different ways of remembering. Some of us are more visual, some of us need to talk and hear information. Others need to be more active and kinesthetic. You'll know what works best for you. You might like using index cards or little books, whiteboards, flip charts, an iPhone to record, Quizlet on computer, possibly a mix of all of these. But two key things that research has shown make revision effective are number one, retrieval practice building up the muscle of pulling information down, just like you do with index cards. And the second is spaced learning. This isn't something from NASA technology, but this is simply about revisiting topics over time. Building in review sessions at the start and the end of the day mean that you can come back to a topic after 24 hours, after a week, after two weeks. And this really beds it into the long-term memory. So, having looked at effective ways of revising, we now need to address the practical and emotional dimension of exam technique itself.